0: blog talk radio welcome you're listening to the ignite your life show episode number 30 continuing our awaken to joy series this is part two tipping your balance in life to the positive i am so excited to share with you today's topic are you ready to ignite your life to live the life of your dreams Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life Show with Laura. Well, welcome everybody. I'm so excited to have you here and listening. I am I cannot even tell you how appreciative I am for all of you. And I know there are some new listeners as a result of this Awaken to Joy series I've been running. I I'm just so grateful. I'm so blessed to have all of you in my life. And I've gotten a few emails or messages on Facebook from people saying it's making a difference and that is just fabulous. So for those of you who don't know me, you know, my goal is to really help you step out of, step out of your comfort zone because you, you, what you really want in life, your purpose, your higher calling, if you will, is outside of your comfort zone. You know, we like to sit in our comfort zones a little too often and, and hang out there. But what we really want is outside of that comfort zone. And one of the reasons I wrote this book initially was that I wrote it a few years ago. Um, I told the story on my first show around this a couple of weeks ago, so you can check that out um, on a different podcast. But it was in a time in my life when I wasn't feeling my outgoing self, my usual high-energy self. And it was really hard because I couldn't keep stepping outside of my comfort zone. And recently this summer, I stepped into a challenging spot again. You know, it happens. It happens to all of us, even us life coaches, maybe even especially us life coaches, because we need to work on things so that we can be in a place to help everyone else work on things. And I had to pull, come back to the basics and come back to this Awaken to Joy, which are tangible steps you can take. To help raise your vibe, if you will, and put you in a better space because when your vibration is high, when you're feeling better, when you're feeling good, that's when you can step out of your comfort zone. That's when you have the energy to. When you're feeling badly, you don't have the energy to do anything special, if you will. So, on last week's show, I talked about part one in the book, which is purely, and if you will, this sounds so funny, but it's true, purely negative influences. So we talked about anger, fear, judgment. Those are things that totally human, we're going to experience them and guaranteed by definition, they will draw your vibe down. So I talked about how you can handle them. This week, we're going to talk about In part two of the book, we talk about positive and negative influences. These are things that can go either way. And then next week, we're going to talk about purely positive practices you can add into your life in order to feel better. Okay, so what are these things in your life that can be either positive or negative? Um, People, eating, the media, the words, and joyful communication. Okay, we're going to go over each of them individually in a moment. I'm just going to briefly touch on them. But I also wanted to tell you that at LauraErdmanLuns.com forward slash joy, you will find a brief worksheet, just a, a simple little worksheet I put together for you to be able to take notes on on these things as we talk about them. And you're also going to find the videos. I've been doing daily videos on my fan page, live stream. And Periscoping at News Laura. And I have been um, uploading those to my website, to that page, LauraErdmanLuns.com forward slash joy. So I've been doing quick little videos, little snippets, little tips on each of these topics. So if you want to get a little bit more, if you have one that really resonates with you, go out to that page, LauraErdmanLuns.com forward slash joy. pick up the worksheet for yourself and check out the videos. You just need to scroll all the way to the bottom to find the videos. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So these five topics we're gonna to look at today, they're the things that can take you one way or the other. Okay, so let's just think about the first one, people. They can either lift you up or drag you down, right? Do you see what I'm talking about here that they can go either, be, go either way? Now the reason we're talking about these is because You want to become more aware of what's happening with all five of these things we're going to talk about in a moment. Become more aware in your life so that you can make different choices if you need to. Okay? And, yeah, you will need to, even if those different choices are to spend more time with a particular person um, because it will shift your vibration. So also keeping in mind that nothing is ever neutral, I'm going to say that again, nothing is ever neutral. Now, I will tell you, when I ran this program as a live program, and I did it for three years in a row, we did one month for every topic so people could really delve into it and look at each topic and create changes in their life and, and begin to upshift their life, if you will. We had every single year it came up when we talked about the media, four people, both of those topics always brought up heated discussions about that, that there's neutral out there, that something could actually have no effect on us. And it was really funny because every year everybody finally realized, okay, no, now I get it. There is no neutral. There's no such thing as neutral. There's always something either always drawing you toward your heart or pulling you away from your heart. But also keeping in mind that this is a spectrum here. There are things that are going to pull you away from your heart hard and fast, and things that just might be a little bit. One, one year we had this very long discussion about golf, that golf is definitely a neutral thing to watch on TV. And then I had someone say, yeah, but how do you feel when that ball just barely graces the edge of the cup but it just doesn't go in? I mean, don't you feel that tug in your heart? And, and when that person you love um, gets a triple bogey, how do you feel? It was really very funny. And to realize that even golf is not neutral. Okay, so people. Let's look at the first one more closely. One of my very favorite quotes comes from Jim Rohn. Um, he is, was um, an amazing philosopher. There's some fabulous quotes out there from him. Very wise man. And he said, you feel the average of the way the people you spend, the five people you spend the most time with, leave you feeling you feel the average of the way the five people you spend your most of your time with leave you feeling so think about this who are the five people you spend the most time with write them down and then next to them I always tell people you know I started with saying you know say are they positive or are they negative in general And, you know, look, if three out of five are negative, you know this is drawing you down in general. But I think it it behooves us to become a little bit more specific. So rate them instead on a scale of one to five, one being always negative every time, five being always positive all the time. But giving yourself that spectrum, you know, we definitely have twos and fours in our life. And the three is, you know, it's not neutral. It just means sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative, and it's pretty balanced in that way. Keeping in mind that nobody can be a five all of the time for sure. We all have bad days and we don't want to give up on our friends just because they're having a bad day. That is not what I'm saying. I'm definitely saying they'll become more aware of those friends that aren't in a good space for extended periods of time. That they, they depend on you to, because they need your energy in your life and they need to draw on that energy and it pulls you down. Now, here, too, I also want to add a caveat. You may, it might be time, you may find it's time to let go of certain people in your life. But it's time. You're growing separately. You're going growing in different directions. And it's time to let them go and to create space for your new community. I encourage you, it's one of the assignments in the book. By the way, maybe I didn't mention, this is a book, Awaken to Joy, my first book I wrote. You can actually get it on Amazon. So there's short little, little snippets on each of these topics along with workbook, things that you can work on in your own life. So, so with people, um, I encourage you to write down how you want your community to be. What do you want it to represent? What is your mission, your purpose of your community? What do you you like? Do you want people who are positive in general, who are upbeat, who are spiritually minded, who are growing, who are evolving, who love adventure, who want to travel with you, who love to go out to dinner on Friday nights, who have small children, who have grown children, who are empty nesters? Get as specific as you want and begin to become more intentional with your community. Now, I'm also going to add another caveat. There are going to be two people in your life who are one. There's a good chance there will be, who are one, and you don't want to cut them out of your life, okay? I have a relative, a close relative. She will remain nameless, although she has since passed away, who was pretty consistently a one in my life. And I didn't want to cut her out because she was a relative and a very close relative, and that was important to me to, to, to keep up the relationship. But I also knew... This is the one. And because of that, I would prepare beforehand. I would get my vibe up, man. I would do stuff to fill me up before I, I was with her. I then controlled the conversation, so I always kept it on topics that we could agree upon. And then I always left and did something to fill myself up afterwards. So it was very intentional to not allow our relationship and her consciousness, if you will, which was negative, remarkably negative, to affect mine. And the higher your vibration is, the better you feel, the less other people can touch it. So I get mine way up there. And I really hoped that I, you know, would rub off on her a little bit. But, you know, if I didn't, that's okay too. Okay, so your assignment, write down the five people you spend the most time with, give them a rating on, one to, on a one to five level, And then put a plan together. Man, those fives, you need to be hanging out with them, doing stuff with them, texting them, (laughs) stalking them, make plans with them for this weekend, hang out with the fives. And you know what? Probably the ones will begin to work out their work, work, work themselves out, if you will. I'm guessing if you start putting your attention on your fours and fives in your life and putting, more love into those relationships, the ones and twos will begin to fall away effortlessly. Okay, let's look at the next one, eating. Now, eating is an interesting one because what most people think is I'm talking about eating good foods. And I will tell you, when I started this work with myself, that's exactly what I was referring to because what I discovered is when I ate white pasta, I would melt down. I would have a much harder 24 hours following a dinner of pasta than if I didn't eat it. And I also felt a lot better when I filled myself with vegetables and good protein. Um, I felt much more grounded, if you will. But what I came to realize, and this actually came from one of the participants of my program. I learned an incredible gem, of which I always did from one of the participants when she said, My intention for the month, because we always set our intentions ahead of time, is that everything I put in my mouth nourishes me. And I said, fabulous, you're going to eat really nutritionally, nutritiously all month? She said, no, 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 you misunderstand me. If it's chocolate cake, I'm going to visualize it nourishing me. If it's ice cream, I'm going to visualize it nourishing me. And I remember being like, it was like a, almost like a, a frying pan over the top of the head, that aha moment for me of, oh my word, really what affects our vibration much more than the nutritional content of our food, which does affect us, but what affects us even more is the judgment we have around what we eat. So what I want to encourage you to do is notice that judgment for yourself. What if you can shift it to, this is nourishing me. This feels good. This feels delicious in my body. Whatever it is, whatever it is you're eating, let go of the judgment. Doesn't just feel good thinking about it? It's such a powerful lesson, and it was such a powerful lesson for me, too. Okay, now, moving right along, let's look at the media. All right, so we're going back to that golf game, right? Nothing is positive or negative. And, you know, it's funny, when I wrote this, and we were doing it, there was no Facebook, there was no Instagram, there was no Pinterest, there was no texting. It, this, this, all of this has come about since then, and media has become so much, so much more profound in its influence on us. And what I want to encourage you to do is begin to pay attention, to really pay attention to what you're exposing yourself to. Everything you read it becomes a part of you. Yeah, you know, if you're going down your newsfeed, your Facebook newsfeed, and I am telling you, Facebook newsfeeds can become a rant of anger and frustration and annoyance and irritation, racism, uh. <clears throat> excuse me, all sorts of low consciousness. What do you watch on Netflix? Do you binge watch shows that actually leave you feeling worse? Just think about this because it does affect you. Now, I'm not saying cut out everything. If you watch CSI and you love it because you just enjoy it, do realize that it is negative though. And just become aware. Again, I haven't cut out everything that's negative. So I'm certainly not here to judge you for sure. It's just about becoming more aware of your choices. If you are going to be spending time with a one, the next day, maybe you don't watch CSI the night before. Or maybe you really do enjoy it and it brings your vibe up. That's totally cool too. But do you see what I mean? Or if you need to be your best the next day, maybe don't choose to do it that night, the night before. Or maybe do and then make sure you do something else that brings your vibe up. Facebook, hide those posts that you don't want to see. Unfriend the people who post repeatedly post negative things. Again, I'm not saying unfriend someone the second they have a bad day. I mean, I love Facebook for popping me up. When I put out there having a bad day, I get 50 comments of what I can do to cheer myself up or hugs from people. It feels really good. I'm certainly not saying don't don't follow anybody who has a bad day, but the consistently low people, the ones and twos, unfollow them bring more love into your life now one of the me- my favorite media sources is TED Talks if you're not familiar with TED Talks go out and download the app now, TED Talks, their tagline is Ideas Worth Sharing and when it first started they were all 20 minute talks and on, it was just really the geniuses of the world talking about what they did best, it's really brilliant it's such a brilliant concept They've now expanded it so there are shorter talks, there are a few longer ones, Um, but their their app is brilliant. You can go out and with the app you can click on surprise me meaning they'll pick something for you. Tell them how much time you have. So I'll watch a 10 minute one when I'm getting ready in the morning because I have 10 minutes and then you can say I want it to be jaw dropping, inspiring, funny, persuasive, And then it'll give you suggestions. And I'm telling you, these are amazing. Now, you have to be careful. There are some that are, you know, heart-wrenching that may bring your vibe down, but at the same time, they're educational. So I feel like when I'm learning something maybe about an injustice that's going on in the world, I'm getting more educated while, yes, it may bring my vibe down. It's very different than bringing my vibe down listening to someone rant on Facebook. Okay, Moving on. Words. Words is the next one. Now words refer to, what I'm talking about here is literally the words that you use when you are speaking to somebody. Okay? Literally the words come out of your mouth. Not only can our word choices harm us, what we say, especially when we speak without considering our words, reflects our inner world, our consciousness. So I noticed when I start saying things negative, when I start saying can't or shouldn't or couldn't, those are all negative connotations. Think about it. I'm not going to go into it here. If you have questions, feel free to message me. I've been answering a lot of questions. I might even do a Q&A live stream because I've been getting quite a few questions. So if you have questions, let me know. When they start coming out, I know my vibe is low. And there are certain words that I choose to use because they improve your vibration. Definitely look up messages in water. If you haven't already um, been exposed to, and I, and I can never get his name right, I believe it was and Emoto, but definitely messages in water. If you Google it, it should come up. What he looked at is how positive versus negative words affected water. And the water crystals that resulted from water. It's an incredible study, because what it showed was it actually created a dissonance in the water. Negative words did. And positive words created a beauty. And when you think that we're comprised of between 75 and 90 percent water, you better believe that the words we use affect us. And there are certain words that I really love, and I consciously bring them into my daily language. Gratitude, peace, love, friendship, all of these words affect us. So when you catch yourself saying negative things, realize that not only is it reflecting what's really going on inside of you, whether or not you're aware of it, it is also affecting you even more. Because as you say those words, it affects the vibration in your body to draw you down even more. Pretty amazing, isn't it? So watch the words you use. It's kind of a, uh, um, a joke with my, my yoga students because um, I always talk about the words that I love to say. And there's certain words that just make me giggle like Baba ganush and Madula Obungata. I just think they're great. There's this great yoga pose called Ekapada rajakapotasana, And it just makes me giggle to say it. And they, they, they always laugh at me, but it does make me feel good when I say it. And... Those are words that I will say and just start to laugh even when I'm all by myself. Let's look at the last one because we are almost out of time. The last one is joyful communication. Now, frankly, this one, communication goes either way. Joyful communication is, of course, a totally a positive um, thing. But really, we're talking about watching how you communicate. And really, it comes down to... Are you listening? Are you working more on finding out what someone wants, is trying to say rather than trying to get your point across? This is one I work on all the time. As you probably can imagine, I'm a talker, and to pause and really listen is hard for me. And what's interesting is it's not because I don't care about what someone is thinking. I absolutely, I do. I really do. It's funny because I've thought about this a lot. It's like, why do I have a hard time thinking or listening? And it's because my mind runs so fast, and it's always thinking, and I almost always have ideas for someone that I just want to get that across before I forget. And I really need to pause and learn how to think. There's this great quote from Seneca the Younger. I don't know if you're familiar with, I think she was a Native American philosopher, but honestly, I'm not sure. I just know I've run across a few of her quotes, and I love them all. Let us say what we feel and feel what we say. Let speech harmonize with life. And I have to say that as I do more and more of this work, as I build on awakening to my joy, raising my joy feeling more and more, my communication deepens naturally without having to even think about it. What I recommend here, your assignment here, is to choose one person. One person that you want to communicate better with whom you want to communicate better. Don't tell them what you're doing. Just focus on paying attention Now, first of all, reflect on past conversations you've had. How have they gone? Can you reflect on how you would have liked them to go? How you might have wanted to show up differently within those conversations? And then imagine what listening more to that person would look like and feel like. And then work on it. Don't, don't, Don't tell them. Just see what happens. You can ask them afterward if they've noticed a difference. Now, we did it for a whole month when I did this program with one person and spent the whole month working on communicating differently, and every single person reported two things. One, the person did notice because they asked at the end of the month, and two, other people did too, meaning they were communicating differently with others. Pretty amazing, isn't it? All right, y'all. So, Thank you for joining me today. Remember, go out to com forward slash AwakenToJoy to capture all the videos that I've done thus far and to get the simple little worksheet I put together for you. <clears throat> Plus, be sure you are liking my Facebook page. I have got, I, I'm just always putting out positive stuff there. This is what I do. You know, I, even when I'm not feeling positive, I post something positive because that helps me feel better and raise my own personal consciousness, which is what I would like to do for you. So be sure you go out and you like that page. It's Yoga Laura Erdman Month, kind of easy to find, and and hang out with me. Now, if you are listening to this live or in the next few days, it is currently September 14th, um, 2016. On Monday, um, September 19th, I am doing a webinar on Building Your Energy. So if you go out to com, you can see the information. You can click on it to get yourself signed up. It is going to be building your energy and focus. And I'll be tapping into life, life coaching topics. We're going to talk about the brain, how it functions, um, the cycles of, of your day, how you can use them more efficiently. And we will also be talking about um, Young Living products, so essential oils that you can use and their products. Um, that you can use antioxidants, et cetera, in order to improve your energy and focus. I know everyone can use a little more vibrancy in your life. Boy, do I get it. So thanks for joining me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. We have one more show on the Awaken to Joy series. Part three is purely influences, And we're going to be talking about three practices you can add into your life to just bring a whole lot of feel good into your life. Thanks for joining me, everyone. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life. See you next week.